Thanks for meditating with us today. Join us on the Abide app to have full access to all our meditations, ad-free. Hello, I'm so glad you're joining me tonight for the story of David, the Shepherd King. It's a wonderful story that reminds us that God doesn't look at how good we are at something to determine the task He has for us, but He looks at how much we love Him and how much we want to follow Him in our hearts. But before we start our story, get really comfy in your bed. Pull up your covers around you like a warm hug. Try to get out all your wiggles so that you're ready to fall asleep. Now close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. Sometimes taking deep breaths help your whole body to relax. While you listen to this story, you can keep taking nice deep breaths to help you fall asleep. I'm going to pray for you before we start our story. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all the things that we got to do today. Thank you for being with us all day long and into the night. I pray for your child tonight that they would know that you love them so much and that you will never leave them. Help them to rest and get a really good night's sleep so that they can be ready for what they have to do tomorrow. Thank you that you have a wonderful plan for their life and that you will use them to do great things for you, just like King David did, if they follow you with their whole heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Do you know what a shepherd is? You probably don't see them around your house, but a shepherd is someone who takes care of a flock of sheep. It's not a job very many people want to do because you can get really smelly and dirty from being around sheep all day long. But that's what King David's family did. They were shepherds. David didn't come from a royal family like some of the other kings and queens you might have heard about. That's why David is called the Shepherd King. He also was like a shepherd to his people, protecting them and taking care of them all through the years that he was king. Before David became king, when he was just a young boy, there was another king whose name was Saul. Saul was a big man, and he was a really good soldier. Back then, they called them warriors. Now, Saul did not follow God, but the Israelites, that's what they called the people who lived in Israel, wanted a king just like all the other people in different countries around them had. They didn't want just God to be in charge of them, so God gave them Saul as their king. That ended up not being a very good idea. There was another man named Samuel who was a prophet, which means that he told the people what God wanted them to hear. When God had had enough of Saul not doing the things he was supposed to do, 
He told Samuel to take a ram's horn full of oil and go to a man named Jesse's house in a place called Bethlehem because God was going to appoint a king from Jesse's family. The name Bethlehem might be familiar to you because that's the little town where Jesus was born many, many years later. Samuel was a little afraid to go because he thought that if King Saul heard that he was going to anoint a new king, he'd be really mad. But he obeyed God and went to Bethlehem and found Jesse. Now, Jesse had a lot of sons. Samuel didn't know which one God had chosen, so he had all the sons come before him, and he listened to see which one God would tell him to anoint as king. Anointing means that Samuel would take some of the oil he had brought and pour it on the head of the son God chose. It's a way to show that he was chosen by God. Sometimes when a baby is dedicated to God by their parents in church these days, the pastor will take some oil and put a little cross on the baby's forehead with the oil. First, Samuel met Eliab, who was Jesse's oldest son. Samuel thought that he might be the one God would choose because he was very strong and handsome. Samuel thought he looked like a king, but God said to him, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So six more of Jesse's sons came to stand before Samuel, but the Lord didn't choose any of them. Samuel looked around and didn't see any more sons coming, so he said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And Jesse said, Well, there is the youngest, but he's out in the fields watching the sheep. Send for him at once, Samuel said, for we will not sit down to eat until he arrives. Well, when David, the youngest son of the eight sons of Jesse, arrived, Samuel saw that he was a very handsome boy, that he had pleasant eyes, and that he looked very strong and healthy. And Samuel heard God say, This is the one. Anoint him. So right there in front of his dad and all of his brothers, David, who was no older than 15 and might even have been only 10 years old, was anointed to be a king. We don't know how old he was because the Bible doesn't tell us. Just think, a little while before, David had been out in the fields watching out for the sheep, and now he was going to be a king. He wasn't going to become king right away, but he knew it was going to happen one day. Not long after that, King Saul was very unhappy. He was sad and disturbed and couldn't find any rest. So one of the men who helped him thought maybe it would be a good idea if they could find someone who could play some nice music for him. Music can help make people feel very calm. King Saul thought that was a good idea. One of them said he knew a young fellow in Bethlehem, the son of a man named Jesse, who was not only a talented harp player, but was handsome, brave, and strong, and had a good, solid judgment. What's more, he added, the Lord is with him. Well, as you might have guessed, that young man in Bethlehem was David. 
So David came to the royal court and began to serve King Saul by playing music for him. Whenever Saul felt mad or sad or restless in his spirit, David would play for him and sing songs. Soon, David became his armor bearer, which meant that he carried all that Saul needed into battle. He would go from his home in Bethlehem, where he still helped his family with the sheep, to wherever Saul needed him to go. When David was still just a young teenager and not old enough to be a soldier, the Israelites went into battle with people called the Philistines. One of their warriors was a big, big man named Goliath. All the Israelite soldiers were afraid of him. No one wanted to fight him. David's three oldest brothers had volunteered to be in the battle, but even they didn't want to fight him. One day, Jesse said to David, Take this bushel of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread to your brothers. Give this cheese to their captain and see how the boys are getting along, and bring us back a letter from them. Well, when David got to the camp and heard the bad things Goliath was saying about God, he wanted to fight him. But he was still very young, and his brothers said that he shouldn't be there on the battlefield, and he should just go home. But when David got to speak to Saul, he said, When I am taking care of my father's sheep, and a lion or a bear comes and grabs a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and take the lamb from its mouth. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this heathen Philistine too. The Lord who saved me from the claws and teeth of the lion and the bear will save me from this Philistine. And God did save David. He saved all of Israel too by helping David defeat Goliath. Many years later, David did become king of Israel. David loved God with his whole heart. God said of him, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart who will do all my will. David was just a boy when God chose him to be king. Even though it was many years later that he actually became king, David kept his eyes on God. He wanted to do what was right. Even though you are a child, you can still follow God with your whole heart, just like David did. You may not be called to be a king, but God still wants to use you to do great things for him. Maybe you can be the one who makes friends with someone who is lonely. Maybe you can be the best helper to your mom and dad or to your teachers or neighbors or grandparents. No matter what it is that you do, following God with all of your heart will always put you in the right place for Him to use you for His kingdom. God said about David, I have chosen a splendid young man from the common people to be the king. He is my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him and make him strong. His enemies shall not outwit him, nor shall the wicked overpower him. I will protect and bless him constantly and surround him with my love. You will be great because of me. If even a strong and mighty king needed God's help to be great, you can know that you need God's help as well. You can talk to him. You can listen to him. You can know that he will always be there to help you. Listen to some words that David wrote while he was the king of Israel. 
Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow grass and leads me beside the quiet streams. He gives me new strength. He helps me do what honors him the most. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me, guarding, guiding all the way. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. You have welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me all of my life, and afterwards I will live with you forever in your home. It's pretty cool that David never forgot that he was once a humble shepherd to a flock of dirty, smelly sheep. But because he trusted God, he was able to do great things. Let me pray for you again. Dear Jesus, thank you for this story of David. He was a mighty man of God who did great things because you were with him and gave him strength. I pray for your child tonight that they would give you their whole heart and want to follow you not only today and tomorrow, but for their whole life. Help them do great things for you because they trust you. Help them sleep soundly tonight and do what you want them to do tomorrow and in the days to come. Amen. I'm so glad you're joining me tonight for the story of David, the Shepherd King. It's a wonderful story that reminds us that God doesn't look at how good we are at something to determine the task he has for us, but he looks at how much we love him and how much we want to follow him in our hearts. But before we start our story, get really comfy in your bed. Pull up your covers around you like a warm hug. Try to get out all your wiggles so that you're ready to fall asleep. Now close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. Sometimes, taking deep breaths help your whole body to relax. While you listen to this story, you can keep taking nice deep breaths to help you fall asleep. I'm going to pray for you before we start our story. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all the things that we got to do today. Thank you for being with us all day long and into the night. I pray for your child tonight that they would know that you love them so much and that you will never leave them. Help them to rest and get a really good night's sleep so that they can be ready for what they have to do tomorrow. Thank you that you have a wonderful plan for their life and that you will use them to do great things for you, just like King David did, if they follow you with their whole heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Do you know what a shepherd is? You probably don't see them around your house, but a shepherd is someone who takes care of a flock of sheep. 
It's not a job very many people want to do because you can get really smelly and dirty from being around sheep all day long. But that's what King David's family did. They were shepherds. David didn't come from a royal family like some of the other kings and queens you might have heard about. That's why David is called the Shepherd King. He also was like a shepherd to his people, protecting them and taking care of them all through the years that he was king. Before David became king, when he was just a young boy, there was another king whose name was Saul. Saul was a big man, and he was a really good soldier. Back then, they called them warriors. Now, Saul did not follow God, but the Israelites, that's what they called the people who lived in Israel, wanted a king just like all the other people in different countries around them had. They didn't want just God to be in charge of them, so God gave them Saul as their king. That ended up not being a very good idea. There was another man named Samuel who was a prophet, which means that he told the people what God wanted them to hear. When God had had enough of Saul not doing the things he was supposed to do, he told Samuel to take a ram's horn full of oil and go to a man named Jesse's house in a place called Bethlehem because God was going to appoint a king from Jesse's family. The name Bethlehem might be familiar to you because that's the little town where Jesus was born many, many years later. Samuel was a little afraid to go because he thought that if King Saul heard that he was going to anoint a new king, he'd be really mad. But he obeyed God and went to Bethlehem and found Jesse. Now, Jesse had a lot of sons. Samuel didn't know which one God had chosen, so he had all the sons come before him, and he listened to see which one God would tell him to anoint as king. Anointing means that Samuel would take some of the oil he had brought and pour it on the head of the son God chose. It's a way to show that he was chosen by God. Sometimes when a baby is dedicated to God by their parents in church these days, the pastor will take some oil and put a little cross on the baby's forehead with the oil. First, Samuel met Eliab, who was Jesse's oldest son. Samuel thought that he might be the one God would choose because he was very strong and handsome. Samuel thought he looked like a king, but God said to him, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So six more of Jesse's sons came to stand before Samuel, but the Lord didn't choose any of them. Samuel looked around and didn't see any more sons coming, so he said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And Jesse said, Well, there is the youngest, but he's out in the fields watching the sheep. Send for him at once, Samuel said, for we will not sit down to eat until he arrives. Well, when David, the youngest son of the eight sons of Jesse, arrived, Samuel saw that he was a very handsome boy, that he had pleasant eyes, and that he looked very strong and healthy. And Samuel heard God say, This is the one. Anoint him. 
So right there in front of his dad and all of his brothers, David, who was no older than 15 and might even have been only 10 years old, was anointed to be a king. We don't know how old he was because the Bible doesn't tell us. Just think, a little while before, David had been out in the fields watching out for the sheep, and now he was going to be a king. He wasn't going to become king right away, but he knew it was going to happen one day. Not long after that, King Saul was very unhappy. He was sad and disturbed and couldn't find any rest. So one of the men who helped him thought maybe it would be a good idea if they could find someone who could play some nice music for him. Music can help make people feel very calm. King Saul thought that was a good idea. One of them said he knew a young fellow in Bethlehem, the son of a man named Jesse, who was not only a talented harp player, but was handsome, brave, and strong, and had a good, solid judgment. What's more, he added, the Lord is with him. Well, as you might have guessed, that young man in Bethlehem was David. So David came to the royal court and began to serve King Saul by playing music for him. Whenever Saul felt mad or sad or restless in his spirit, David would play for him and sing songs. Soon, David became his armor bearer, which meant that he carried all that Saul needed into battle. He would go from his home in Bethlehem, where he still helped his family with the sheep, to wherever Saul needed him to go. When David was still just a young teenager and not old enough to be a soldier, the Israelites went into battle with people called the Philistines. One of their warriors was a big, big man named Goliath. All the Israelite soldiers were afraid of him. No one wanted to fight him. David's three oldest brothers had volunteered to be in the battle, but even they didn't want to fight him. One day, Jesse said to David, Take this bushel of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread to your brothers. Give this cheese to their captain and see how the boys are getting along, and bring us back a letter from them. Well, when David got to the camp and heard the bad things Goliath was saying about God, he wanted to fight him. But he was still very young, and his brothers said that he shouldn't be there on the battlefield, and he should just go home. But when David got to speak to Saul, he said, When I am taking care of my father's sheep, and a lion or a bear comes and grabs a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and take the lamb from its mouth. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this heathen Philistine too. The Lord who saved me from the claws and teeth of the lion and the bear will save me from this Philistine. And God did save David. He saved all of Israel too by helping David defeat Goliath. Many years later, David did become king of Israel. David loved God with his whole heart. God said of him, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart who will do all my will. David was just a boy when God chose him to be king. Even though it was many years later that he actually became king, David kept his eyes on God. He wanted to do what was right. 
Even though you are a child, you can still follow God with your whole heart just like David did. You may not be called to be a king, but God still wants to use you to do great things for Him. Maybe you can be the one who makes friends with someone who is lonely. Maybe you can be the best helper to your mom and dad or to your teachers or neighbors or grandparents. No matter what it is that you do, following God with all of your heart will always put you in the right place for Him to use you for His kingdom. God said about David, I have chosen a splendid young man from the common people to be the king. He is my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him and make him strong. His enemies shall not outwit him, nor shall the wicked overpower him. I will protect and bless him constantly and surround him with my love. You will be great because of me. If even a strong and mighty king needed God's help to be great, you can know that you need God's help as well. You can talk to him. You can listen to him. You can know that he will always be there to help you. Listen to some words that David wrote while he was the king of Israel. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow grass and leads me beside the quiet streams. He gives me new strength. He helps me do what honors him the most. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me, guarding guiding all the way. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. You have welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me all of my life, and afterwards I will live with you forever in your home. It's pretty cool that David never forgot that he was once a humble shepherd to a flock of dirty, smelly sheep. But because he trusted God, he was able to do great things. Let me pray for you again. Dear Jesus, thank you for this story of David. He was a mighty man of God who did great things because you were with him and gave him strength. I pray for your child tonight that they would give you their whole heart and want to follow you not only today and tomorrow, but for their whole life. Help them do great things for you because they trust you. Help them sleep soundly tonight and do what you want them to do tomorrow and in the days to come. Amen.